Right, a uh, very exciting week. We are going to get on in a second to talk about the 500 words that we think will change the industry uh, and let you know what those are. Before we do that, though, we should just reference uh, Cannes Festival. Yes. So we mentioned last week we were heading off, we were about to fly out to Cannes, uh, we were there for a couple of days. Uh, we're now back. We are. It was quite different, wasn't it? It was better. Yeah. In my opinion. I mean, we weren't there for long, but it felt less indulgent, less extravagant. Mm. Uh, there were a, kind of fewer people, but the people that were there uh, appeared to be kind of senior representatives of both kind of marketing communities and the agencies. Yeah. It felt more industrious, mm -hmm. I think. There were lots of, it felt as though it had a bit more purpose in terms of certainly the people that we spoke to. Yeah. So I think it was, you know, from the excesses of 2017, I think they kind of tightened the belts quite visibly this year. Yeah, agree. Uh, and that seems to have been the the you know that common thought leaving Cannes for many people l last week was that it was it's still Cannes, it's mm. still the same you know razzmatazz and all of that stuff. It's not completely uh, you know Puritan uh, approach to the industry, uh, and its purpose has been questioned. Yeah. But it was it was kind of more manageable and That's easier right. to navigate. Um, so we were there for a couple of days uh, only, in and out relatively quickly for a couple of meetings. But one of the things that we did, which was really interesting, is that uh, David and I uh, managed a little workshop and panel Q&A, or we didn't manage it, we were mm. part of it, um, with the Young Lions, which is the under 30s yeah. delegates, which is a really interesting initiative because it, it, it invites uh, young people from across the industry, from around the world, they win local competitions and they get to attend during the can week, mm. uh, and they work together and then they can win awards. They separate the Young Lions delegates into these three cohorts of, of the marketers, creatives, and media. Yeah. Uh, and we spent a morning with about 40 or 50 of mm. the media, Young Lions media delegates, uh, talking about growth in agencies and kind of new business and strategy and kind of, you know, trying to encourage yeah. them to to contribute, it's a really good insight. And they asked great questions They as well. did, they did. Um, but the other observation that I had actually with regards to media and media representation there was that there seemed to be an obvious uh, kind of absence of many of the media agencies, certainly yeah. on, a, on a slightly more kind of junior side. You yeah. know, we're, we're used to there being hordes of media agency people at Cannes. Yeah. But this year it was kind of tangibly different, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, and, and that's getting can maybe getting back to its creative purpose. Mm. We were talking earlier, there was a, a, a fascinating quote from the CEO of Essential, which mm. is a company that is the PLC that owns the Cannes Festival. Uh, and you can hear in this really where their ambitions lie. And it's definitely not in attracting more media people. Um, and he said, if you look at who the holding companies are actually sending less of, it's not creatives, it's the media people. Creative teams are being still sent in good numbers and they are who we want at the can lines. You know, that was its heritage. It was in the creative. Uh, it makes it quite clear maybe the media conversations are not that welcome at yeah. Cannes next year. Maybe we'll see a bit more dialing down of that. Yeah, but it also, year. I mean, it kind of raises the question, what is the right platform for, for media to perhaps set, set an agenda if, if they're not necessarily that welcome in yeah. Cannes? For yeah. another episode, perhaps. Right, so that segues quite nicely, actually, yes. into us now getting to talk about uh, the 500 words that are going to change the industry. And what that is referenced to is the WFA's launch of their media charter last That's week. Right. And they launched it at the WFA CMO Global Forum yeah. in Cannes. Yes, indeed. 
so we'll link to it down below. It's a really, really good document. It requires reading. I'm sure we're going to go into more depth on this in future episodes. But let me, let me just kind of share with you the headline principles because it lays out eight clear principles which we think are really good. The first is zero tolerance to add fraud with compensation for any breach. Second, strict brand safety protection. Minimum viewability thresholds. Transparency throughout the supply chain. Third party verification and measurement as a basic. Addressing walled garden issues. Improving standards with data transparency and improving the user experience. Those, the whole document is dedicated to it kind of explaining those yeah. eight principles. What I particularly liked about this document, this charter, and the WFA are brilliant at this, um, is the way that they structure uh, the, the document itself. So really, really simple. They've got the, they've got the eight principles. Yep. They clearly define and articulate what those principles are. And then in this case, they talked about the requirements of the partners yep. and then the commitments from the advertiser to fulfill these kind of commitments. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that, so that, that is a charter, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's not just a point of view, it's actually, it's quite, it feels quite practical. Mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, Anyway, it's very exciting. Totally agree with those eight, eight points. I know it's been a lot of work uh, for them. The, for me, the fa my favorite thing about this, the charter document, uh, is that it contains the names and pictures and quotes yeah. from some of the really senior marketers that have been involved in creating this. So it's kind of owned and signed off by major advertisers, which I think is inspiring for all of us. And there's some great leaders there from you know, Coca-Cola, Diageo, Mastercard, Volkswagen, Unilever, Deutsche Telekom uh, Deutsch and others. Um, and a, you know, a really good group of people championing these very simple principles is going to help the industry. So talking of the WFA. Yes, we had the pleasure of uh, being invited by the WFA Sourcing Forum, yep. uh, hosted by our friends uh, at IKEA mm -hmm. in Malmo, yep. to go and talk to them about uh, operating models and about uh, arranging uh, agency roster programs in order to get the very most out of media. Yeah, exactly. And how m sourcing or procurement is at the heart of that change and yes. transformation. That's really interesting. And in our, you know, we observe, we said this uh, in, in the forum, we observe the role of marketing procurement changing quite a lot mm -hmm. uh, now to be a quite a critical ally as more and more companies look to take more control of contracts and data and decision making. Yeah. Um, you know, they're an important stakeholder in that and sometimes kind of driving that change. Right, good week four. AT&T, mm -hmm. the uh, US's biggest telecommunications business, has been on a massive acquisition spree, yeah. recently bought Time Warner, has yeah. just bought AppNexus, yeah. uh, the kind of tech platform. Um, it's being led by Brian Lesser, who was the, the, the brains behind Exaxis, yeah. uh, and now he kind of leads up their kind of media and analytics. So this is another big player within the Marcom's uh, business. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to challenge. And that was, well, that was one of the big kind of gossip stories at Cannes, right. wasn't it? Uh, and interesting, because Brian, ex-Group M, and Zaxis, uh, uh, AppNexus, were partly owned by WPP. So mm -hmm. that's one of their first post-Sorrel divestments. Yes. Uh, it all gets very complicated. Yeah. So, uh, bad week four. Bad week four. Well, I mean, given what we were talking about at the beginning, it, it was a bad week for, for a company called Essential PLC, who are the owners of Cannes, in the sense that you know, numbers were significantly down. Uh, you know, we understand that attendance was down 25% yeah. in terms of headcount, uh, and award entries, which are highly lucrative, uh, were down over 20%. Mm -hmm. 
So you'd expect, I mean, their income from can is going to be hugely, hugely affected. However, as we've said, that produced a better can. So whilst that might be painful in the short term, maybe long term it's going to be much more focused on its uh, creativity with a few less media people. Okay, question of the week. Will the WFA Media Charter change the world? Yes, no, whatever. Okay, that's your media snack for this week. Give us a thumbs up if you like what we're doing. Bye for now. See you next time. So that segments... Segments? Segments? I don't know why I said that. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, uh, it's a brilliant initiative and it was launched at the WFA uh, Global CMO Forum. I just said that. Did you? I'm sorry, yeah. mate. I was... Sorry. <laughs> I just said exactly that. I, I, yeah. I was trying to think what I was going to say and I wasn't listening to you. That's, that's, okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's okay. I do that often, but yeah. I, I, I apologise for that. That's okay.